Anyway, my name is Marco Dupa. That is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, everybody? Tonight's brew is from the Rogue Brewing Company. We haven't had a Rogue in a really long time. It's been a while. Mm -hmm. And I am at Publix, and we are pretty much, we're like, we're getting dangerously close to not being able to go to Publix for beer anymore. I've for already, new beer. Anyway. I've already stopped. <laughs> well, there's still some in there. I know. There, there's some seasonal stuff that they bring out every once in a while. Yeah. There's some stuff. Like uh, like this. Mm. The hazelnut brown nectar. It's an ale with natural hazelnut flavors. It says it's dedicated to Chris Dudak, I think that's pronounced. Chris Dudak. And home brewers everywhere. I'm yes. not sure what the story is behind that, but... Shout out to all the home brewers. Got an ABV of 5.6, an IBU of 33. And uh, what else can we say about it except for uh, let's enjoy it? All right. We're going to have a good time. This is the One Baron Podcast. Established in 1988. So, yeah. 30 years old. That's pretty cool. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking, as, as I was looking at shit to uh, talk about, just, you know, looking at the news and stuff. Uh-huh. As, at, like, literally as I was looking at news articles, all these things started coming in. Breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. So, let's go to the breaking news. Okay. <laughs> In the MMA fight world. Have you heard about this yet? I, I don't think so. John it Jones? Just, it just broke. John Jones? No. More John, cocaine. John Jones. No, actually. this The, the odds were in his favor. Mm-hmm. So John Jones was found to have not knowingly taken steroids. Oh, okay. And so they gave him a 15-month suspension effective retroactive oh nice back to when he got popped all right so time already served so what that means is he is eligible to fight tomorrow (laughs) basically in in the mma world he's eligible to fight at the next pay-per-view wow yes the madison square garden card um dana white already said that he's not on it though yeah i was gonna say unless he's been training this entire time as hard as possible that yeah he's not gonna he make couldn't a good fight showing. at the highest level no 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 no. Uh, but i mean it's john jones he could still fight at his highest level is i mean we're talking about the greatest to ever do it they could you know arguably yeah. arguably i mean i i'd argue it i yeah. know some people would say anderson silva maybe gsp mm-hmm. yeah kane velasquez i don't know but you know from a technical standpoint, a, a technical standpoint, ability-wise, mm-hmm. at least one of the greatest. When he stays out of his own way, right? And his 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 top is far beyond most people. There's mm-hmm. no one in the lightweight division who can beat John Jones. Yeah, no one. He's beaten. I mean, he beat DC twice. He beat Gustafsson. Mm-hmm. There's no one in the lightweight division that can that can fuck with John Jones. Yeah, it'd be exciting to see him fight again. Oh yeah, no, no. I, yeah. I, you know, despite everything, 
when I watch him fight, I mean, I'd say, you know, him, Conor McGregor, mm-hmm. and Tyron Woodley, probably my favorite fighters. Yeah. Because he's just so, I mean. It's a beast. Yeah. So, anyway, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty fucking exciting. 15 months, time served, he could be back. And, but it's just, I don't know, man, it's, it's insane. Like, you know, everyone, everyone was ready to write him off. Everyone's probably still ready to write him off. And everyone's still probably going to say, you know, he took steroids and all that stuff. Which, I mean, I guess he technically did. The other thing was, they said that um, the fact that he, he passed every out-of-competition test. Mm-hmm. And he only failed the one that he knew was coming. Okay. They were like, okay, that's a strange coincidence. Right. Yeah, I was gonna ask, how did they, how did they find out that he unknowingly took something? How do you, how do you show, how do you prove so, that you unknowingly? Yeah, took something? so he he brought. So what what they said was, um, it was that it was that right. coupled with the fact that he cooperated fully with the investigation instead of like trying to hide stuff. Right. He gave them every single thing that he could. He, I guess, he cooperated mm-hmm. in in the furthest and best capacity that he could to try to, you know, get this squared away. So it's more of a thing of like the logical line. Putting two and two together. Yeah. Basically because they couldn't, you know, and the other thing is if, well, I mean, they tested all his supplements and they didn't find, you know, there wasn't a tainted supplement. Right. So, you know, they basically, they, yeah, they basically put two and two together. Hmm. So I guess, you know, if you're a detractor, you can say, well, that's fucking bullshit. And some people say, some people, Colby Covington says <laughs> uh, that, uh, you know, there's a rumor that he's paying off USADA. Mm-hmm. And USADA, like, that got that um, rumor got so big that USADA had to come out and say, no one's no, paying us. Stop it. They shouldn't have even responded, but, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So... That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. Because when you're looking at the card coming up, or or the, you know, we're already behind, what's behind us, other than, obviously, the best card in probably UFC history, Mm -hmm. Nurmagomedov versus McGregor. Yeah. After that, I mean, you know, DC's not going to fight for a while. Uh, Tyron Woodley's not going to fight for a while. Uh, Robbie Lawler, he, or not Robbie Lawler, uh, Robert Whitaker, he just fought. So, I mean, it's just like a lot of big names are behind us. Right. The year's I'm coming curious, to an end. I'm curious to see who they're going to bring up as like the the big names coming going forward. Yeah. So, the the, the biggest thing is like um, what Jones wants is a fight with, he wants to do DC3, him and DC3, and he also wants mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar. Because he was originally supposed to fight Brock Lesnar. Really? When Before he got popped, that was the thing. He beat DC, and they said, okay, he's king again. He's got his belt back. You know, he beat him, head kick knockout. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's pretty definitive. Now what's next for John Jones? Right. And all the rumors were swirling that it was going to be, uh, he was going to go up to heavyweight and fight Brock. Hmm. So now, you know, he gets popped, and he goes away. They, they put him on the shelf. DC becomes a two weight champ, and then they feed him to, uh, they feed DC to Lesnar. Right. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. Cause he's another guy. Uh, Daniel Cormier is another guy that people count out a lot. Yeah. 
Well, just, proved him wrong. Yeah. I still can't believe it. I know. <laughs> I still can't believe it. You just look at their like their bodies. Yeah. And like, oh, man. Like, how did you beat him? It's this power behind that punch. And I just didn't want to believe it. Even yeah. when I was watching it and he and it happened and I was thinking like, man, maybe the ref stopped it too early. No. Mm-mm. He beat him. He was out. Beat him definitively. Can't believe it. <sighs> Never so, count out the chubby dude. There's your uh there's your MMA news. Fight talk. Uh-huh. Mm. Maybe another segment. Yeah. Fight talk. Fight talk. So yeah. Anything else that happened? Any any other breaking news that we can we can speak upon? Uh, I don't know if it's breaking necessarily, but it showed you that PlayStation Mini mm. coming out, which is kind of cool. That's right. Um, so everybody's getting in the mini game now. They are, they are li- literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So they Sony just announced that they're kind of following in the footsteps of Nintendo and bringing out a uh, using air quotes retro console, uh, which is. Uh, basically like a toy that's filled with a preset number of games. The PlayStation Mini is going to have 20 classic original PlayStation games. Yeah. Now, the only thing that I see that's an issue with this is that the controllers that are packed with it are like the OG PlayStation controllers. Not the ones with the little joysticks. The, yeah. Not the DualShock, but the yeah. original ones. So that limits the, the games right there. You know, you're not going to see like Ape Escape on there. RIP. Well, I mean, it's place. It's PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. So, like PlayStation One games. Yeah, PS One had a Dual Shot. It did. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it, it came with Ape Escape. Oh. Shows how much you know. Well, I mean, you know, I'm just <laughs> I'm just gonna be I'm I'm just gonna say it right here, right here, right now. I never owned Ape Escape, and I only played it like once. You can go. You can leave now. <laughs> no, it's actually not that popular a game, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's that's an issue because it limits the all the games that they're able to get because the later PlayStation games did use those joysticks. Um, but I'm sure that would have jacked up the price, which is already kind of high. Which is my second issue with it is that's a hundred bucks. So. And how much is the uh, Nintendo? Uh. I think the SNES Classic is like 80 bucks, uh. and the NES Classic, I think, is 60 Something like that. So, yeah, there's a little bit of a price difference there. You, know what's, you know what's funny? Uh. Is all of these, these mini consoles are, are making news and stuff, and they're, you know, they're the next big, new, old thing. Mm-hmm. There was already a Sega Genesis Mini. Yeah, but it came it out sucked. years ago. It didn't suck. It's the same exact no. thing. No. How is it not the same thing? The controllers were crappy, and like it, the quality of the. Um, oh, so you're saying it was poorly made? Right, it was poorly made. It, it didn't really have the quality. Well, that's, that's why I was at Bed Bath and Beyond. Uh, that's exactly what I'm saying, <laughs> and and that's why. Also, okay, I'm gonna. It still did the job. It, it came with the, the preloaded games. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not a new concept, but it's it's Sega. So People why are these? Really, I mean, why are these like? No offense to Sega. I, you know, I like Sega games in the past but taking great offense to them i'm sorry like i worked for them they do what nintendo don't mm-hmm. uh but yeah i mean it, it just goes to show that nintendo is this still this like premium uh company yeah so anything with their name on it is going to be a certain level of quality it's, it's like it's like disney it's because millennials are stupid that's why well wow i think a lot of people who bought it they didn't fucking 
they 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 played Mario and maybe Zelda. That's it. Yeah, I mean, only only a few of those games actually um, aged well to begin with. So, right. You know, Mario's Mario. That game's gonna be great forever. But I don't know. Even stuff like uh, like F Zero or Mario Kart, the original Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, it's kind of trash. No, nah, it's awful. Yeah. I mean, awful. comparatively, at least, yeah, to the newer ones, like, eh, I don't know. It was good at the time, but, you know. Well, I mean, it's like you said, with the with the Nintendo minis, we're just waiting for that N64 mini, man. Oh, yeah, of Let's course. Let's just be honest here. That's what we're waiting on. But as I've said on this show before, the issue with that, as much as I'd want it, is that, um, well, first of all, the controller is terrible, but... Um, the the real issue with that is that I feel like a lot of those games, uh, graphically, especially, haven't aged well. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know SNES, those games still look beautiful because they're two D. Yeah, and like pixel kinda, art kinda doesn't hard to fuck them up. Yeah, pixel pixel art ages really well. Not only does it age well, but it's like people won't let it go. Mm-hmm. So you get a lot of indie games on the market that look just like. Nintendo right. games. Yeah, so it's less of a shock when you're, you know, playing that as opposed to Turok or something. You know? Right, right. Um, so that's the only thing I'd say is kind of like, eh. Kind of hard to fuck up a camera angle on a side-scrolling platformer. Right, exactly. It's less complex, which, you know, makes it, you know, simpler and more fun to play. Yeah. But, uh, you know, on that same token, uh, a lot of the games that we like to play for 64 were like shooters, which... If you were to play GoldenEye nowadays, it kind of plays like trash. Yeah, it's it's pretty much broken. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, like, as much as I want that, like, I'd love to play, you know, Mario 64 again and, you know, Mario Kart and original Smash and stuff like that. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like a lot of those games, the iterations of them have just made them, I don't know, inadequate. Yeah, but I mean, is I mean, isn't that part of the reason that you go back and play those classic games? Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't spend an arm and a leg on this. Yeah. But if I could get it for a decent price, I mean, that's pretty much the fuck. That's the point. Right. Is going, taking yourself back to that time frame. Yeah. As opposed to. Oh, nostalgia is a huge factor in these things. I mean, nostalgia is. The factor. Yeah. (laughs) Essentially, yeah. That's why, like, people just can't get over it. Yeah. I mean, that's like, uh, like with this Space Jam news. Right. More breaking news. Oh, they're breaking news. Uh, they finally confirmed the Space Jam game. Mm. Or game. (laughs) There was a Space Jam game. And there probably will be another one. Pretty good. Um, they finally confirmed our worst nightmares. <laughs> They're doing a Space Jam two, mm-hmm. and it's gonna star LeBron James. LeBron James. Now, there are a couple of positives here. First, uh, say what you will about LeBron James, um, but he's a decent actor. He's got good comedic timing. What's he been in? He's been in a uh, train wreck. And he's been in, um, he's in that new uh, animated movie with the fucking, uh, the fucking, uh, 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 I'm trying to. I'll let you get there. I can't think of, you know what it is. You know what I'm talking about? No, there's so many animated movies. Yeah, it's brand new. It's like Bigfoot, but snow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Little, little, little foot? Yeah, I think it's like Little Foot. But what are they? Abominable Snowmen, that's what they're called. But they're like. They're they're Big Feet. Big, Big Feet. Anyway, uh, but I, obviously that movie hasn't come out yet, so I don't know about that. But he okay. sh- he has shown acting chops in right. like commercials and 
And obviously, when Trainwreck, he 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 was a pretty he stole the show on Trainwreck. He oh, was yeah. very convincing. Have you seen Trainwreck? I have not. It's a good movie. I heard good things. Yeah. I think it's. I mean, it's definitely the last good um, uh, Amy Schumer vehicle for yeah. sure. Uh, everybody, everybody pretty much brings it. John Cena, he's I've hilarious. Heard, yeah, I heard great things about it. him. Oh, he's amazing. I mean, that's the that movie was the the star turn for him. Yeah. That's that's now why he's getting all these these roles. Mm. It wasn't uh, the Marine. Well, that was that was a really really nuanced performance, and I what? think I think maybe it was, I dare I say, too complex for people to have sunk their teeth into at the time. Okay. And so now I guess when you go back and watch it, you can appreciate, you know, what he brought to that character, mm-hmm. the, the 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 gravitas, if you will, right, um, to the Marine character. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it was that because I think that one flies under the radar a lot. So uh, I'm gonna go yeah. with Trainwreck. Okay. Yeah, that, that's fair. Yeah, because that's the one where he was actually he was, it's pretty fucking funny in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, now he's now you know he's he's playing again. Look look he's falling he's falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Staring at the dog that nobody else can see. <laughs> he's uh he's playing against type, and it's mm-hmm. it's working for him. He's one of the few who can do it, and do it well. Right. So he's, you know, he's having some success. So it's finally, you know, he finally found his lane. Mm-hmm. You know, his lane wasn't going to be action hero guy. Right. Just wasn't, you know, the rock already took that. Sorry. You do don't you, have the. Right. It's Yeah. You can't, you can't be the rock. No. Uh, do you think that this will be a star turn for LeBron James, however? Um. Do you think, do you think his little um, feature in Trainwreck was good because it was so unexpected and also uh i'm assuming it was kind of minimal he yeah. wasn't like the star no yeah so do you think he can handle being the uh michael jordan in this movie uh, uh well i mean michael jordan couldn't handle being the no. michael jordan <laughs> no <laughs> we're being completely honest uh but i i think he's you know, he's more convincing of an actor than fucking Michael Jordan, <laughs> which is not a very wow. high bar to get above. High praise. Well, I, I get that man a statue. I think the problem is, I think it was like like we were talking about before before we started recording, the fact that, um, you know, yeah, kids may be huge fans of LeBron James because he's still relevant, he's still playing, and he's playing at a high level still, yeah. but. Yeah, the Looney Tunes, dude. <laughs> the Looney Tunes, bro. Who, who are they? The fucking Looney Tunes, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, they don't even have a show on TV currently. Yeah, not that I know you of. You know, they yeah they tried to bring them back and make it slightly um, young adult right. teen humor, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it just didn't didn't really didn't really work. Yeah. And I think Boomerang now has a subscription service, Ooh. which is yeah. Who, who the fuck is paying? <laughs> For boomerang, three fifty-year-olds. Jesus Christ! I mean, nostalgia. When it's we're just talking about it, but it, when it's something that you can just stumble across while you're flipping through the channels, uh, yeah. yeah, I'll watch boomerang all day. Oh yeah, but I'm not going to actively seek out and pay for right. a monthly subscription. Just watch some do cartoons from the '50s, '60s, and '70s. Yeah. That shit is bananas. <sighs> yeah. And yeah, so, yeah, yes. you know, I think I think the point that you were making earlier before we before we were recording is, 
Oh, please tell me my point. I think what I'm saying, what I think, mm-hmm. I'm assuming I'm I'm speaking for you, even though we both have two microphones or we both have our own microphones. <laughs> we both have two microphones. I'm speaking for you. I think that what you're trying to say is, yeah, I mean, LeBron James is the shit, but it's the Looney Tunes who are the ones who are irrelevant right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, as far as nostalgia is concerned, like it might not even be a factor for children because they don't have any frame of reference. Right. Well, here's the thing. I don't think kids, I mean, kids are going to see cartoons and be like, oh, uh, this is something, you know, marketed to me automatically. I get the feeling. Uh, And, you know, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, I feel like people get that. Kids Kids nowadays. Kids. Will understand those characters. But at the same time, I think this is a, a complete slam dunk for uh, our generation and a little bit older, uh-huh. like my brother, for instance. <laughs> slam dunk. Uh, oh. Wink, wink. Uh, yeah, for instance, like my brother. Um, my brother's in his late 30s. Um, if he were to have had kids, uh, he would be the perfect target to bring them to this movie. Yeah. Because he's old enough to have seen the original Space Jam and have... I'm assuming nostalgia for it um, and want to bring his kids to that. So yeah. that that's that's all that is. It's it's just like remakes and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's that same uh, nostalgia factor mm-hmm. of like, I think they did the metrics and said, okay, this generation is just getting old enough that they're starting to have their own kids that are old enough to watch movies. Right. So let's do it now. Now's the time. Before it may have been a little bit too early, they would have only gotten us, but now they have us and older and our kids, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I think that's all it is. And I, I think, uh, I think people turned on him too. Originally mm-hmm. when they first wanted to do it. I mean, it was like, it was like an overwhelming go fuck yourself. Yeah. But now that he's, I think he's just garnered enough goodwill at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, train wreck was good. You know, the school that he built, uh, he's been an active voice in the community. Right. He's been speaking up. He's very vocal. It's a good recent PR. Right. Everything's kind of looking good for him. And, you know, even if they don't win a championship, even if he win, he never wins another championship, he still won. What, he went three. He's won three? Three. Yeah, he's won three championships. You know, he's, he's fucking LeBron James. I don't need to go over his stats. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like recent the recent PR has made it so that, like, now, I mean, they're – they are striking while the iron is hot. That's for sure. For sure. So, yeah. I mean, the best thing that they could do really is bring back the Looney Tunes so that kids can watch that shit. Like, bring back the. Well, maybe you'd have to go through the archives and like make sure there's no like racist, and, like, <laughs> inappropriate Just, shit. Yeah, don't go too far back. But yeah, uh, don't go too far back. Yeah. But if you did like a marathon, mm-hmm. you know, every couple of weeks you're like, we're just gonna watch, like. I think that I think that would work. I mean, yeah. even when I, I mean, we watched those cartoons when we were kids, mm-hmm. and, and they then, were at that point they were ancient. Exactly, they were already what forty, six, fifty yeah. years old. They were they were our parents' cartoons. Yeah. So I mean, how much? Like, I get that the cartoons that kids have now are are way far more advanced than what we had. Mm-hmm. Like, even if. Looney Tunes was 50, 60 years old. Like, the cartoons that we had were still kind of comparable. Yeah. Like, not maybe the themes, but, like, the way that it looked and the way that it, you know, came across. Yeah. Kind of hand-drawn. and Kids now, they have, what, fucking Steven Universe and Adventure Time and 
Well, they had Adventure Time. I was gonna, I was gonna say like even that seems a little old at this point. Like, yeah, I don't even know what's a relevant cartoon what's poppin', anymore. Children, I don't know. Any children who listen to this podcast, mm-hmm. the one about beer. Yep. Um, let us know what's what's popping, please. What's what what are what are the kids what are the kids listening to or uh, uh, watching? <laughs> listening to too. I want to know what you're into. That's true. I don't. <laughs> I really don't. I have zero uh, zero zero concern for that. Yeah. Speaking of what we're listening to, though, mm-hmm. uh, so in the ongoing Eminem saga, <laughs> yeah. you know, we haven't been able to talk about it because we were so we didn't record last week because mm-hmm. I was feeling under the weather. Maybe you can still hear the congestion, the the more congestion, the more congestion, <laughs> the more congestion. Um, but in that span of time, Machine Gun Kelly responded to Eminem. Right. With his own diss, Rap Devil. Mm-hmm. And then Eminem responded with his diss, Kill Shot. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just all this white on white crime, man. It's, it's rampant. It's tearing the community apart. Really awful. What'd you think of the two diss records? Uh, I thought the MGK one was okay. Uh-huh. Wasn't a big fan. It felt kind of. Well, you know, actually, we talked about this a little bit um, last week, I think. And the the fact that it sounded like he, even though he was, like, trying to... Oh, yeah, we did talk about he, it this Yeah, one. even though he was trying to diss him, obviously, like, it was also like, yo, you're my hero, but... Right. I know right. you're one of the greatest, but... Right. It's like, no, you don't, you don't, you're doing it wrong. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah. Stop it. And Eminem even acknowledged that that fact right. on his disc record. Exactly. So I'd say the MGK one was like, okay, but very limp-wristed. Mm-hmm. Uh, very limp <laughs> Killshot, on the other hand, was, that was some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it was. That was, Yeah. Now people are people are always saying like you know we want the old Eminem and Eminem's like, well I thought I gave you that on Kamikaze. <laughs> oh, you kind of gave it to us. Mm. You know where you really gave it to us? Kill, Kill shot. shot. Yeah, I that, agree 100 percent with your tweet mm. if you can remember it. Yeah, I think it, I said something to the effect that it, it's better than the entire album. Yeah, yeah. Kill Shot by itself is better than anything he had on Kamikaze. Yeah, easily. And, yeah, it yeah it, it just. I mean, he has, like, when Eminem has his motivation in the right place mm-hmm. and his anger in the right place, right. I mean, he makes some of the best rap music ever. I th- Maybe that's what it is. Maybe he just needs a target. A better target. Right. Because the target that he had on Kamikaze was his detractors. Yeah. But the problem with that, like, so, okay, so. Maybe a more focused target. <clears throat> back in the day, when he had, when he was being targeted by the media mm-hmm. he had a legitimate argument because they were blaming oh shit oh my god <laughs> sorry microphone my whole, issues whole mic came out. um his issue was he was being blamed for things that were going on mm-hmm. in society at the time so he was being blamed for columbine mm-hmm. and he was being blamed for uh you know just violence, uh, uh, violence youth, in america youth, youth violence, violence in america use. He was he and and music as a whole was being blamed for that, and he had a legitimate argument where he's saying, you know, I just make music and half ninety percent of the shit that I say in these songs, I'm just making up on the spot and bullshitting. Mm-hmm. 
I'm just saying crazy shit to get a rise out of people. Right. You guys, on the other hand, you're the parents to these kids. Mm-hmm. You're you're talking to the wrong person. And it's been it's the same argument that's been brought up time and time again. It's like, okay, who is really teaching these kids? Right. Because you're going after rap music and you're going after rock music, but nobody says anything about the violence that's on TV, the real actual violence in the world. Mm-hmm. You want to criticize rappers for talking about what's going on in their community right. but covering that right but you don't want to talk about actual real violence right. you would just want to find a scapegoat so anyway he had a a real target and he had he had a um he had a solid argument it, I, I feel like it, it was a uh, unlike this current argument or unlike his current uh beef with his detractors like what he had in the past was a worthwhile chip on his shoulder. Yes. Some something that like looking back you can say like no, like those people were wrong, you were right. Yeah, you could you could get behind him. Mm-hmm. Like he was making a he was making a point and a good point. You know, he was fighting for something real. And he was the underdog. Yeah. Now what he talks about is you guys didn't like my last album cuz you didn't get it. It's like mm-hmm. we didn't like it cuz it was whack. And maybe that's partially the reason why he comes off so butthurt that's the, that is corny. entirely the reason he comes off like that in my right. opinion well i mean especially i'm saying like especially in comparison to his yes, past right, fights right but you look at this it looks so like insignificant yeah compared to him like you know fighting fighting the news essentially yeah well because like like you just said he was the underdog at the time right now he's bo he was the underdog at the time like bo and uh now he's not the underdog now he is you know, by and large, the greatest of all time, considered by many. Mm. And his targets now seem beneath him. Right. Whereas back in the day, they were either his peers mm-hmm. or people on his same level, not or, his rap peers, uh, but like his musical peers mm-hmm. or people above him yeah. criticizing him. Well, he was going up against an entire system. Right. As opposed to just, mm, I don't like Tyler, the creator, because right. he, he didn't like my my song Which with is so Beyonce. Stupid. You, I, I don't like you because you didn't like me. Well, it's like, okay, but I didn't say I didn't like you. I didn't like that shit you did. Right. Yeah, well, I don't like you now because you don't like my actions. <laughs> like, what, what kind okay. of logic is that? What are you, four? Yeah. So, yeah. He, he, now and, and so to, to, you know, now he's got a target that is, like you said, worthwhile now. Mm-hmm. A guy who came straight for him. And now he now he's he's got a fire lit under him. Mm-hmm. So I guess we kind of have MGK to thank. I never thought I would thank MGK, but no, no, me neither. There you go. Did you see um, what they were saying about the picture that he posted, Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. So Machine Gun Kelly posted a picture on his Instagram where he's turned around, he's looking at uh, somebody taking a picture. And behind him is just a sea of humans, mm-hmm. just this literal sea of people. And uh, he, they're all flipping off the camera, and he's flipping off the camera, and he's wearing on uh, on his shirt the cover art to Kill Shot. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, you know, he's dissing Eminem again. He's, I think he says, like, hashtag leg shot or some shit like that. Like, you got to yeah. come harder, Marshall, or some bullshit. Then it comes out, and it doesn't come out, but a lot of people are saying that was a show in Orlando of all places. It was, yeah, yeah. It was. And, <laughs> oh, go ahead. And he opened for fucking Fallout Boy. Sure did. And he didn't tell the audience what they were doing. <laughs> he just said, hey, 
throw up them middle fingers. Mm-hmm. He didn't tell them that it was a diss to Eminem. Right. It was only after that, after they took the picture that, you know, the diss started. Uh-huh. And then and then he performs the song and he gets booed out of the building. Okay, now here's a correction. Now, I actually, I I know. Yeah, go ahead. Go I ahead. actually just saw on amend it, uh, amend it. Breaking news. <laughs> More I, breaking news. <laughs> I, I I was actually watching uh, the Philip DeFranco show, and he he had to correct himself because he had the same story yesterday. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And he said that it turned out that the video that was circulating circulating that was viral of all these people booing uh, once he started the song ended up being doctored. To have those boos added to it because there are tons of other people, you know, just in the crowd that filmed that. Yeah. And you don't hear boos. Yeah. You hear people. Which I, I find hilarious. Yeah. And and just people are do people will do they'll do anything to cape for their heroes, bro. Oh, for sure. It's fucking it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Somebody actually sat down. What feels Eminem? Shit, I mean, a lot of people are saying that this whole thing is fabricated. Yeah, there's maybe. rumors that the whole thing is is fabricated. Uh, I don't know what they're. I don't know what some people are basing it on. I saw one thing where it was like, if you look at the data for uh, Machine Gun Kelly's diss, mm-hmm. he uh, the timestamp on his SoundCloud is like seven months ago, hmm. and now there's rumors swirling that. Machine Gun Kelly knew because they're both signed to Interscope. Okay. They're saying that he knew about the disc before the album come out came out. Mm-hmm. I almost turned it to my dad. Before <laughs> the album come out, he knew. He knew. Get ethnic. And he he um he had this disc ready to go and he sat on it until the album came out. So he knew M was coming out with a surprise mm-hmm. album months before it came out. Yeah. Somebody at Interscope told him. And they're saying like this whole thing is just like being created to. I mean, it's working. Yeah. Let's let's say, for the sake of argument, that it is all bullshit. Mm-hmm. Look what it's doing for both of their careers. Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly has undoubtedly the biggest song of his career in a diss right. to Eminem, and Eminem has one of the biggest records that he's had in the latter half of his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, you saw the numbers on his on uh, 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 kill shot, kill shot. Kamikaze sold well regardless. Right. Kill Shot is the fastest debut on, in YouTube history for a hip, for a hip hop record. Hmm. Yeah. Like 75 million or something crazy like that in a couple yeah. days. Like it blew up. People were waiting for a response. No, you can't. No. And uh so I mean if this whole thing is fabricated, shit it worked. Right. It fucking worked. It's entertaining. Mhm. So you can they could they could even come out now and fucking hold hands and bow to the audience like it was like <laughs> a fucking uh stage show. <laughs> Yeah. It wouldn't matter. It's all, it's all professional wrestling. That's yeah. all it is. I mean, you know, at at the core of it, it really is. Regardless yeah. of how like a lot of people were somebody made this joke. I think it was it was Chris Delia. Mm. Chris Delia made this joke on his podcast saying like it's funny, dude. It's fucking funny that like two grown men like are writing poems about each other. Yeah. And so when you look at it on a macro level, yeah, mm-hmm. it is just Two grown men writing poems at each other. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's such a fucking ignorant view yeah. of the yeah, yeah. Uh, culture. But I know he's a comedian. I'm not, re- I'm not criticizing it because he's a comedian. He's being funny. And he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. That's the whole point it's of just, it. It's a very reductive look at right. what and that is. You're right. The problem I have with it is is he's, he's just so popular that people run with that narrative. And now you see it in comment sections and stuff where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, these two... 
men are writing poems at each I other. I see like, that tweet every every time there's a new diss out. That's what I'm saying, and yeah. it's like, it, I mean, if you don't get it, it you know, stay the fuck out. <laughs> but like that joke's been done mm-hmm. by better comedians, yeah, and even their jokes about it aren't great. Mm-hmm. So just just stop with that. That whole narrative is just, it's just not, it's stupid. It's not funny. It's not funny. Yeah. You're not getting any laughs with the, they're just writing poems at each other. Like, look, listen, if you listen to rap music, I think that if you're mature enough, you inherently accept how silly it is. Mm -hmm. You know? Music in general is silly. Yes, the entire concept of it. What is music? But like screaming and, and yelling to a, to a rhythm. Yeah. When you break it down that far. Like, and just the only difference between me and you grabbing each of these guitars and just strumming and yelling is the only difference between that and like, you know, uh, 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 John Mayer mm-hmm. is he's just doing a melody that is pleasing to the majority of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we could find somebody out there who would fuck with us just screaming and trying you know you see what i'm saying like there's something out there for everybody we can find an underground niche (laughs) right really get in there like it but like to your point the whole thing is silly when you look at it like that art is silly yeah you don't need i'm using air quotes need art right it's not food it's not water right you know if you want to be completely reductive about this sure i guess all you need in your life is water and some bread yeah. and sun occasionally, yeah. you know, okay, yeah. But like, you know, have a little bit of magic in yeah. your life. Yeah, there's a That's certain there's a certain level of um, buying into pretty much everything. It's entertainment. Yeah. It's, it's just entertainment. Yeah. You know, you, you think about video games. How stupid is that? We sit in front of our TVs for hours getting nothing done but sitting and mm-hmm. putting points on a digital board that doesn't really exist. Yeah, speaking of, I got to get some Overwatch in, All so right. let's uh, wrap it up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Just joke. Uh-huh. Just joshing you. Yeah, sure. Just sure. joshing you. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. So you can look at it. If you look at it like that, pretty much everything it can be reduced to that level. Right. So that's just, you know, word to the wise. Just stop with that. <laughs> it, was a, it was a funny joke because it was a funny observation. You hadn't thought about it that way the first time it happened. Yeah. But stop. Yeah. This, it's we over. It. We, we get, get it. it. We get it. We get it. Yeah. Right. And we're done. We're done there. Uh, any other any other breaking breaking news stories? Breaking news! Breaking, breaking news! Breaking news! Were we talking about something that we stopped talking about? <clears throat> just because uh, it was a topic. I mean, just kill shot and and, uh, and no 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 no. I mean, uh, off the show, weren't we chatting about something that I said? Is this a topic? And you said that was space probably. jam. Space oh, jam. it was, wasn't it? Yeah, we did yeah, that already. Yeah, yeah, we knocked that one out. Okay, so. I would just say, yeah, Kill Shot, you know, really good disc record. It's exciting to see uh, people going back and forth, but like actually making like good records. Like, mm-hmm. you know, <coughs> excuse me, the Drake and, excuse me, sorry. Jesus. The Drake and uh, Pusha T beef is the most recent one I can think of. And, um, you know, after Pusha T just, just reached inside of Drake and pulled out everything that he could get his yeah. hands on. Um, wasn't wasn't really wasn't really much of a beef after that. No. Nope. So that it was, one. It, it's like when when two kids are like roughhousing, but one goes a little too far. Yeah. And they're like, "Ow." Yeah. 
Jesus, Why did you man. Do that? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And everybody just stops. <laughs> yeah. And then it gets like kind of weird. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you know. yikes. Oh. I, I took it too far. See you around. Uh huh. I wonder how Pusha T feels at this point. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if if he's sitting back there going, "Yeah, they kind of take it a little too far." Yeah, I may have gone a little too far. Yeah. This was a mistake. Well, not really a mistake because it helped. But yeah, it did. I mean, I just wonder how he's taking it personally. <laughs> like, do you think he's like satisfied? Well, you know, do you think uh, he's sitting back like rubbing his hands like like uh like Mr. Burns <laughs> probably. Uh, in a certain aspect, but at the same time, I feel like he may have burned some bridges in the process. Oh yeah, big uh, time. Even with Kanye, like Kanye came out against the song, you know, when our last episode happened that we talked about. Right. Um. So I, I yeah, I don't know. I, I think that he may have won. He may have won the the battle, mm-hmm. but in the long term, career wise, he may have kind of hurt himself as far as collaborators in the future. Yeah. You know, unless people forgive and forget, but you know, pretty, yeah, but pretty brutal. You know, let's just say at the at, at the end of the day, I really don't, I don't care to hear Pusha with anyone associated with Drake anyway. Yeah, but Drake has a lot of friends, so I don't care. All of them, all of them, pick any of them. Okay, any of them. All right. There's no one. There's no one that pushed like Push had. Let's say like um the, like the first name that I can think of off the top of my head is uh, Rick Ross, mm-hmm. who who seems to be friends with both of them, but Push had Rick Ross on the record. Yeah, you know, so and I mean I guess if he loses, but he's the president of Kanye's company, so right, that would be you know he'd have to that'd be a poor choice let's <laughs> say for Kanye West to uh, alienate a guy like Pusha T. Not only did he come out with one of the best albums of the year, but I mean he's the one running his company. Yeah. So don't want to shoot yourself in the foot there. Yeah, he kind of just I think you know apologizing to Push because, or um, I'm sorry, apologizing to Drake because he didn't want because uh, Kanye didn't want to burn that bridge and he you know he, I guess he felt the need to be honest about that like hey man. I didn't know about that. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell anybody about the kid and all this shit. You know, I guess if that's something that's weighing on him, then, you know, more power to you. It's just funny that he took the time to, you know, send out this series of tweets talking about love this, love that. Hey, man, I'm coming to your show as an act of goodwill, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But still hasn't really answered the uh, Jimmy Kimmel question. <laughs> Kind of, com- kind of conveniently, conveniently. Uh, <laughs> we're not getting into that. Right yeah, now. no, we're not. I'm just, I just find it interesting. If anybody is wondering about my, my lack of, my lack of love for Kanye as of late. Oh, you've explained it. Yeah, I know. I have. I'm yeah. not going to go in about that. I'm just saying, just follow, just follow the the breadcrumbs, man. Mm-hmm. Just follow the breadcrumbs. Pray for Ye. Or not. <laughs> You know, just let him do, just do better. Let him do whatever. You know what he said? He was out. He was out doing something for kids. I forgot what it was. I think he was like teaching a class or something. And he said, uh, "He said I'm I'm moving back to Chicago, and I'm never leaving again." To a, a massive pop from the crowd, mm-hmm. but it's like bullshit. Right. Bullshit. By by that doesn't mean he's gonna buy a house and just leave it vacant. Right. Like what are you talking about? Gonna fill it with his shoes. So you, are you you're gonna convince Kim Kardashian to leave Los Angeles? Doesn't he have like multiple offices out there? 
for, his, for his Yeezy company. I would definitely assume. It's just he it, just says things. That's, that's all what he, I'm saying. It's more. It it's more fucking bullshit. It's coming out of his face. It's Trumpism. Yeah. He just, just he says saying what thing he to, thinks people want to get the hear. audience to, yeah. to get get a rise out of what he right. says. So when you're in it. Chicago, you tell people, "I'm coming to Chicago and I'm never leaving." Chicago's go, the most beautiful city in the world. You go to Oregon, you're like, "I'm coming to Oregon. I'm <laughs> right. never leaving." Cleveland rocks. Like fucking Donald Trump, he's in front of uh uh you know. The troops and it's like army army's like my favorite branch of the government the best i love the, the best army. branch of the government <laughs> the army the army yes i love the army it's better than all the other ones the best army it's great the biggest army we're gonna have the best army um did you get to see the uh captain nope. marvel trailer? i know you knew you were gonna bring that up so i tried to avoid it but <sighs> it was coming at some point Sorry. Should I just watch it right now? You could if you want. I'm gonna. All right, kids, I'm gonna watch the trailer real quick. We'll be right back. Okay. Uh oops. Alright, so how's about a little trailer trash? Trailer trash! <laughs> that was Pretty cool trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gets me excited. I mean, more excited. That's what it should do. Yeah. Uh, One quick correction, because I remember, I think it was two episodes ago, uh, we were talking, maybe two or three, we were talking about Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, We'd mentioned that it was set in the 80s. It looks like it's set in the 90s. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So. Yeah. The um, uh, Wonder Woman is set in the 80s. Yes. Wonder Woman is set in the 80s. Yeah. So, yeah. kind of funny parallel there. Yeah. But. So this movie is like helmed by women, starring women, women's, women's. There's women's women writers, directors, women writers, stars. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, you know, Brie Larson's just a just a wonderful person. Mm-hmm. Just a we've we've met her multiple times. Just, just a yeah. I mean, I've met her. Yeah. In my dreams. <laughs> what dreams? Um, oh come on. So. It looks really. I mean, it just looks really good. It just looks mm-hmm. really entertaining. It looks expensive. Look, yeah, definitely. Um, curious as to who the actual bad guy is in the film. Like, what's the what's the oppressing force? Um, it's uh, what are they called? They're like little uh, little demon looking boys. I think they're called like the the scroll or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah obviously but, but, we're not we're not big on the lore, but no. Uh. But yeah, I mean, it didn't really look like, um, I don't know, it kind of looked like Marvel's kind of going back to an unfocused villain. Yeah. Kind of. There doesn't seem like there's one main bad guy. Yeah, we're just like, there's a bad force, uh-huh. but we care about establishing this hero. Mm-hmm. Which goes along with almost all of their uh, original hero movies. Yes, yes. For the most part. Yes. Uh, it's more about establishing that character because I mean this is obviously just a setup for her to be in Avengers. Yeah. So I yeah, think yeah. It, it's going to be interesting to see uh, such little of a buildup for her as a character mm-hmm. and her to suddenly be in Avengers and be wrecking shop. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they're have they're going to have to do a lot of establishing right. in this film. So is so this yeah, going to be I- like the original Captain? Uh, America. Yeah, I was just I was just thinking that. Yeah, I was just thinking about that because all that movie was was set up basically. 
Yeah. So I guess I guess it is good that there's no real villain. No, well, because we know, like, we know that she's going to survive. Like, yeah. we, we get that. This right. is this has to be more about her her power, uh, how she gets it, her origin story, I yeah. guess, and maybe even establishing a bit more about you know the the ancillary characters that we've seen. Um, Coles, Shout out to Jew Law. Yeah, oh, Coulson's in it. Yeah, again, that's cool. uh, as young Coulson, and uh, same thing with Fury. Yeah, you know, young Fury. So maybe establishing more of the the outer Marvel universe a bit. Mm. Shout out to Sam Jackson, always knocking it out of the park with the wigs. Of course, it's a different haircut in almost every movie. <laughs> Free movie, every single one. Love it. Yeah. Uh. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. If you if you if you have to, you know, not only establish her, but also fill out these other characters, kind of mm. give them you know fuller stories and whatnot. Yeah, you know, it could just be a lot of that. But it's Brie Larson, though, so I'm good with it. I'll just watch her. <laughs> That's all it took. Just watch her do stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it... It, it looks... Yeah, it, it looks... That was a good teaser, mm-hmm. you know? That's one of those ones where you watch it and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm on board for now. Right. You know, as you long as interest. nothing comes out that's like, ugh, that sucks. Yeah. I'm curious to see more of, like we were saying, what the story is. What What is the actual story here? Because yeah. we're getting just bits and pieces in this. We, yeah. They don't explain anything. Like, And again, we're not really big in but the that's lore. that's good, though. That's good, though. Yeah, no, it is. It is. I don't want them to reveal too much, but I also want a bit more going into it, knowing, like, this is generally, this is the kind of movie it's going to be. Yeah. You know? Because right now, that trailer is, to me, a very old-school superhero trailer. Yeah. You know, it's it. I don't. It's right on the cusp of being generic. It's not quite yeah. there because there's some some interesting you know visual elements to it. And obviously, there's the entire thing of like uh, it seems more like a galactic thing or threat or yeah. uh, factor into this. And then also like her as a kid and as a pilot and all this other stuff. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious to see how they meld those two things together in one movie because it seems like it could have could kind of be two separate movies that they're kind of pushing together yeah she decks an old woman she decks that she socked that bitch <laughs> that shit was i was not expecting that yeah and that was hilarious yeah so oh fuck excuse me so apparently uh i mean at least at least from what that trailer shows yeah they'll be able to like shape shift and like Mm-hmm. take the forms of of regular people so that that could make the film interesting maybe one of them takes the form of fury or mm-hmm. you know something makes it kind of uh maybe we see him lose his eye yeah i'd like to see that mm-hmm. be i don't know i want it to be natural yeah seems a little not too convenient yeah, yeah. I don't want to just be like in an epic battle and then something like stink and right. you're like, oh, oh that's they lost it. Reference. Yeah, that that's would be true. stupid. That's true. So, yeah. No, that's good, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say good trailer. It's not trash. Yeah, it's not trash. Not trash. Agreed, not trash. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to more. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's... Got anything else? No, let's wrap this baby up. All right. Can't feel my butt. Let's uh, let's talk about these bruskis. This brewskis, this uh, this brew is from Rogue, and we've had some Rogues before. Rogue is always pretty fucking delicious. I like what they do out there in uh, Newport, Oregon. All what, the things they do. All of, <laughs> uh, so. What'd you think of the hazelnut brown nectar 
Aeola. I really liked it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, you know, I don't I don't get uh, an overwhelming flavor of hazelnut. I was kind of expecting a little bit more of the hazelnut flavor, to be honest with you. But I'm also kind of glad it's not overpowering. Yeah. Uh, this just tastes to me like a very solid brown ale. Mm-hmm. Um, along the lines of like a Maduro. Yeah. Um, that's a good comparison. But yeah, no, I, I really dug it. Very balanced. Um, not overpowering in any way. Uh, I'd give this one a 4.5. It impressed me. Right. Respect it. I would give it a 5. All right. Uh, I... I mean, pretty much everything you just said, uh, <laughs> but to a higher degree. Yeah, basically. I mean, it. It. I. I. Uh, my. My favorite. My favorite like flavor to add to like coffee and stuff is hazelnut. I just yeah. go with. I don't. I'm not a huge like. Anything else is just kind of. It's a bit much like salted caramel or mm-hmm. like you know all that too decadent. Bullshit. Yeah, hazelnut. I think is a perfect. You know, just it's not sweet. It's not like um like sugary sweet. Mm-hmm. But it is, it's sweet in a, it's like a milky sweet. Right. Well, and it also pairs well with coffee because of the, the nutty flavor yes. of it. And I think, in, and with brown ales, it works really well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so I guess maybe because I, I drink hazelnuts so much mm-hmm. that I detected it. Okay. I detected it. In it. <laughs> I detected a buzz. it <laughs> more than right. you did. And so I appreciated it more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why I think it was a little bit more flavorful to me. Okay. Uh, because I, I guess maybe I knew what I was looking for mm-hmm. when I drank it. You're tuned into it. Yeah. And so, yeah, five. Nice. So, Rogue, you did it again. I gave it a five. Adam Obesius Rodriguez gave it a 4.5. Yeah, boy. This has been the One Baron Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Like, share, and subscribe on all the podcasty stuff. Mm-hmm. Drink delicious beer. Have a beautiful evening. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.